0: Listening to coast to coast Latino. I think like a little bit of bachata to get you going this Wednesday. I want to thank you for joining us here at Coast to Coast Latino. We are coming to you from the beautiful Rancho del Paso, of North Sacramento, California. This is our 21st episode, and we're really excited that uh, we maintain a continuous amount of support. We're listening to Juan Luis Guerra, and if you've never checked out Juan Luis Guerra, check him out, by all means. Uh, Go to uh, iTunes or pick up uh, one of his videos on uh, YouTube. Now, check this out. This particular song is called Tus Besos. And uh, and it's one of the most enjoyable videos I've seen in a long time. It's on YouTube. Those Vessels, Juan Luis Guerra. Uh, By the way, he's a Grammy Award winner, and he's put out many, many hits for at least a couple of decades. He's excellent. I want to thank you for joining us. We've got a lot of information that we're going to be covering today. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to focus on on news but you know there's a lot of things happening this is a very active week you know we've got uh Donald Trump back on the campaign trail no masks no social distancing no nothing and the guy's sicker than the dog he claims to have covid-19 some of us believe it uh and then you know we have the uh, hearings going on regarding uh the uh Supreme Court Uh, Justice and uh, we're gonna we're gonna give you some sound bites on uh, about that in a in a little bit What I'd like to do like I said is I'd like to uh, uh, Go over some Latino news that I think is very important and something that uh, That is of benefit To each and every one of you, okay in an article by Gabby Rodriguez for the Denver Channel at the uh, denverchannel.com they're talking about the impact that latino voters are going to have this fall this this november and uh, one of the things that they strongly believe that it's going to be especially latino youth that is going to show up in large numbers according to the uh, pew research they uh, tell us that there are 32 million latinos who are able to cast a ballot in this election. And of those 32 million, get this, there are 5.6 million registered Latino voters in Texas, 7.9 million in California, 3.1 million in Florida, and 2 million in New York, and then more than a million in Arizona. So basically what that says is that we have without a doubt the ability to make a major impact in this election. Uh, the bigger question is the support that uh, either candidate is going to get in uh, in the swing states by Latinos. And although it, it doesn't have the same uh, huge numbers that Texas, California, Florida, New York and Arizona have uh, there, you know, there's a good there's a good chunk of Latino voters. But the thing is, is that the push is to get young people actively involved, because if young people get actively involved in actually voting, They have the ability to influence their parents. And of course they have the ability to influence their grandparents as well. Assuming they're all citizens and they're all registered to vote. It's critical that if you haven't registered to vote to make sure that you register to vote, first of all, secondly, that you vote. Okay. Whether you show up at the polls or whether you do it through the mail, the thing is, is that you need to vote and please. Unlike many were given instruction by the president, do not vote twice. That's illegal. That's a federal offense. You don't want to go to jail for five years because you voted twice. Okay, just vote once. That's all you need to do. Now, some states offer tracking so you can actually track your vote and see whether or not your envelope has made it into the uh, registrar's office so that that's good information for latino voters uh here's something else that i think is is also very important is the amount of outreach that is going on now uh we have uh uh, so many nonprofit organizations out there uh and and leaders like beto o'rourke uh who are going out there and pressing buttons and trying to get latinos to respond, to get up and and get active and go vote. So uh, Hispanic Americans in the military, and by the way, there are a lot of Latinos that are in the military, but Hispanic Americans in the military can also make a big difference. They too have the ability to vote and they should vote. Uh, Then we have, of course, the... uh, the, uh, the different churches, the Catholic Church, the evangelical groups, etc. They're pushing their congregations to go out and vote. And that's what everybody should be doing. Uh, I think the television messages are pretty strong. And I think we're starting to see some radio messages that are going out strong. And let me tell you folks, the response has been incredible. Voting started In some states, officially October 5th, as of today, there are a little bit over 10 million votes that have already been casted in the 43 states that allow for early voting. Over 10 million. And it's and it's barely, you know, a week since voting started. So that tells us that, that folks are excited, they're interested, and they want to make this thing happen. And for a guy like me, let me tell you, uh, I've been involved in politics for you know almost 40 years, almost 50 years, actually. And when you look at, at uh, the response that we're getting, when you look at the lines in certain states like Georgia, where people are waiting in line for a whole day to vote, That's a commitment, and it's also sending a very powerful message to Donald Trump. Will he lose? Well, the Economist put out a report today that estimates that he's going to lose by 90% of the vote. 90% of the vote. In other words, it's going to be a a landslide, and we're probably going to see such a humongous uh, landslide that like we haven't seen since the 1920s and uh, we can't blame voters or f- they're frustrated you know they see the president being very relaxed with COVID-19 they see him without a mask they see him having these rallies Then he gets infected. His wife gets infected. Then everybody in his staff gets infected. All the key individuals have gotten infected. You have senators that he's been around who got infected. And then he comes right back out and he's doing exactly the same thing. He hasn't stopped. Well, let me tell you, because of that, senior voters, especially senior voters, are the ones that are saying, we're not going to vote for this guy again. They're the ones who voted him in back in 2016. They're the ones who are saying, we can't vote this guy back in. He's he's reckless and his recklessness is also affecting women. So he's losing a lot of the women vote, Uh, especially those who are soccer moms. You know, they, they they're trying to protect their kids. And again, they see their their leader their national leader, uh, being entirely reckless during this, uh, pandemic. And, but here's the thing, both Biden and Trump are, are making every effort to still come across and get the Latino vote at this juncture. At this point, Joe Biden still doesn't have the numbers that he needs from the Latino voters to be able to say the Latino voters made the difference okay, in fact it's it's almost equivalent to the, if not slightly less than what Hillary Clinton had back in 2016 uh, but there are uh, big pushes on both parties. the uh, the uh, there's a group of course called uh, Latinos for Trump uh, they're 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 really really going after Latino voters, especially in the more conservative states of Georgia, Texas, and uh, Florida. But a Pew research study uh, that came out uh, in September found that the economy, COVID-19, and health care are the top issues for Latino voters, not immigration. Okay, uh, let me repeat that. The economy, COVID-19, and health care. So, considering that COVID-19 is still around, will Latinos show up at the polls? Will they vote? Or will they stay away? You know, it goes back to the oldest discussion that we've had for decades regarding the sleeping giant. Will the sleeping giant wake up? Uh, Some people strongly believe that this is the year for the sleeping giant to wake up. Will it wake up? It's up to each and every one of us to decide whether we want to sit this one out or if it's important enough for us to make our voice heard. And that's what's going on is that people are slowly Latinos are slowly understanding that voting is their voice. Voting is what going is what is going to make a difference in how people Govern them how elected officials govern them. I mean if we show a tremendous amount of support For either Biden or Trump They have to respect that and they have to turn around and they have to give us The the uh, the respect and what is due to us for us going out and supporting them. Okay. Uh, there are p- tons of articles this week on Latino voters. And, and if you go to uh, our uh, Facebook uh, group page, Coast to Coast Latino, you'll see we have at least two dozen articles that we've posted just this week on, on Latino voters. And if, if, if you... Believe some of the information that's in there. You're going to get frustrated My recommendation is look it's information Don't use it to determine whether or not you should get up and vote. What I'm telling you is If you're registered to vote Get up and go vote and like I said a little bit earlier don't vote twice. That's illegal. Okay Uh, Let's move along to uh, to some more news. I believe America owes me and my ancestors the respect to honor the Treaty of Guadalupe, Algo, to protect us under the Constitution of the United States, to practice our cultural and traditional uses on our land. We've been contributing to society in so many ways, paying taxes, being good citizens, being good stewards of the land so, in return, uh, we need that recognition and respect. The justice that has been denied to us for generations, um, and that justice has to include the return of lands, as well as compensation for the hardships that were created when the U.S. failed to recognize the property rights protected by the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo. They need to honor our traditions, they need to help us regain, if we can't regain our land, regain our, our ability to be self-sufficient. America owes us the opportunity to take care of our own communities. That is a clip from a video produced by ABC News called What America Owes Mexican Americans. And what these Mexican Americans are talking about is the fact that They were here. They did not cross the border. The border crossed them. And after the border crossed them, many of them lost their lands. And right now in the state of California, a piece of legislation was signed by Governor Gavin Newsom that will create a panel to explore whether or not African-Americans should be given compensation of some type for, uh, having been slaves. Here we have Mexican Americans who were here and have been here for generations who lost their land and no one's talking about giving them their land back. No one's talking about giving them some kind of payment to make them feel whole again. There is something wrong when our government sees one group and decides to compensate them, looks at another group and continues to treat them exactly as they were treated 100 to 200 years ago. It's, it's, it's baffling and it's frustrating for a Latino like me. Uh, and it's not a, a, a black versus brown thing. It's a, a, a thing of equity. You know, the, everybody's using that word. And it's frustrating because we don't see equity for Latinos. In the state of California, for example, uh, almost every single teacher's union is pushing hard to get their people on school boards up and down the state on school boards. That means that the school boards will be controlled by the unions. To be honest with you, the problem is, is that public schools are failing Latinos in the state of California. Latinos continue to have the highest dropout rates, they continue to have the poorest numbers of, of students going to college. And in fact, they have just a terrible record when it comes to a third grader being able to read. Uh, funding that would normally go to bilingual education, for example, has a tendency to find itself uh, going towards sports. Uh, it, and those are the things that, that no one looks at, but yet everybody wants to control the schools. Well, the thing is, is that if the, if the schools are not delivering what they're supposed to be delivering, and that's a good education for our kids, then why are they there? And more importantly, why should we be sending our kids to a public school? We should have choices. Because I think under choices, we have the ability to actually force these public schools to reassess how they're teaching Latino kids. And uh, let me tell you, history is a big part of it. There was another piece of legislation that was turned down by Gavin Newsom that would have taught kids ethnic studies. Okay. There's nothing wrong with teaching kids ethnic studies. Now, I know that teachers have a ton of things that they have to plan for when it comes to developing a lesson plan. I get it. Okay. But how can a child really learn about who they are and where they come from? If we continue to teach the same old, same old. George Washington was our forefather. Uh, and, and Latinos are not to be seen anywhere in the history books, even though Latinos were there from the American Revolution. To today, we continue to to invest heavily into this country. Uh, the Civil Rights Act was Written and of course uh, signed into law by uh, By the Democrats and Lyndon Johnson uh, Supposedly because of the big push from the african-american community Somewhere along the line they left out all the Latinos that were actively involved especially the American GI forum The American GI forum was a strong supporter of the uh, of the uh, uh The uh, Kennedy uh, 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 Lyndon uh, Johnson campaign and let me tell you uh, Latinos put out they they did their best to make sure that John F Kennedy became president afterward uh, they made sure that uh, Lyndon Johnson was was uh, elected again the thing is is Latinos are are continuously left out and that's why all of a sudden you have people starting to ask, "Well, wait a minute, what's my history? Where do I come from? Who am i and And if the American government is 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 allowing for compensation to these other ethnic groups, what about us because they did take our land It's a very powerful video. Uh, ABC News is the one that that uh, that put it out. Uh, they also have a uh, a very strong article in uh, ABC News that was written by Rosa Sanchez. The name of the article is "Why Some Latino Essential Workers Remain Overlooked Amid Racial Reckoning Protests." Well. You know, Latinos have been discriminated for, for so many, so many years, it's not even funny. We go back to the 1930s, for example, and we look at the Repatriation Act, where over a million Latinos, whether they were born here or not, it didn't matter. They were all thrown to Mexico. Everybody was thrown to Mexico. Uh, it was a racist effort by the federal government to get rid of Latinos. Okay, and that's because we had the uh, depression and they were blaming uh, immigrants primarily for uh, The economy being so bad. Can you imagine that? Today with the pandemic guess who's been on the forefront? Latinos We have been uh, facing the pandemic uh, as essential workers not even not not only uh, uh, picking the food Processing the food, delivering the food, and selling the food. Okay, had it not been for Latinos, farmers would be in big trouble. Supermarkets would wouldn't have anything to sell, and things would be extremely, uh, extremely uh, bad for us. Now there are 61 million Latinos living in the United States. Of those. 15.7% Lived in poverty 15.7% and I know people go well, geez, you know the number has actually gone down. It's true. It's gone down But Latinos continue to be the largest number of people in poverty in the United States a lot more than african-americans Okay, and so we have um we have this large portion of of, of uh, the labor force sectors that are called essential workers. Those positions are filled by Latinos. That's why Latinos also are getting sick at higher rates than other groups. Okay, that uh, along with our our cultural and uh, and social habits. But the thing is, is that Latinos continue to be the most impacted by covid-19 and understand had it not been for latinos there wouldn't be sh- any food on supermarket shelves okay uh, and then there's other businesses that that have have grown and and uh uh during the uh during the uh pandemic But they've grown with the assistance of undocumented workers. Construction is perhaps the the largest one that I can describe to you. You know, whether they're doing concrete, framing, sheetrock, whatever. The thing is, is that there isn't a large enough workforce to cover those jobs. So contractors are out there bringing in undocumented people to do that work. We need houses. California, for example, is so far behind on housing that they've been trying to pass legislation to be able to improve it. And uh, to be honest with you, it, that's not going to work. What you need to do is you need to stop the many regulations that are implemented at the, at the city level the permitting processes the 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 reviews etc i mean it's 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 ridiculous how difficult it is to build a house in california and i'm sure other cities uh, throughout the us are are facing a, a similar thing but so although there's there's all this social unrest this racial thing we latinos have been left out and the reason we've been left out is because we've been in the front lines as essential workers. We don't have time to get involved. Yeah, some of us got involved with the Black Lives Matter movement. But overall, the answer is is no, we really didn't get actively involved. And, you know, is there discrimination against Hispanics? Absolutely. Let me give you the best for example that just happened this past week. Uh, the band, the Mavericks, which is a, a country-western band that happens to be, have Latinos as band members. Two of the band members went out to dinner. They were speaking Spanish in a restaurant to each other. Several patrons got up and decided to beat them up for speaking Spanish. And so the Mavericks posted it on their on their Facebook page with pictures uh, of the two musicians who were beat up for speaking Spanish. Discrimination hasn't stopped, okay? But, uh, you know, the thing is, is that we Latinos are out there. We're, we're, we're pressing the buttons. We're making things happen during this pandemic. We're, we're starting businesses. Latinos are starting businesses. Uh, Many Latinos are reinventing themselves. Okay. And that's to me that 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 is what is going to save America because we still are the largest number of entrepreneurs hitting the streets day in and day out. And don't believe me. Just look at all the stats. Look at what's going on. And I'd be very curious to also look at the stats to see how many people have uh, have applied for unemployment that are Latino. So we look at uh, we look at uh, um, at Latinos, the the essential workers, and then we look at our president, a careless individual who makes no effort at all to protect himself from COVID-19, he already got COVID-19, and then he walks around spreading the, the, the virus. And then the, the just the sheer lies, one after another after another, how this... He's, he's actually developed a, a, an immunity now. Surprise. Scientists have found there is no such thing as an immunity. You can get it again. Okay. It, it may not be as bad, but you can still get it again. And at 74 years of age, obese, COVID-19, you're going to tell me that he's doing great? No. You know what? He's pumped up with with uh, 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 steroids. And that's what's giving him all this energy. That's why he's feeling so great. And then he goes out to Fox television and he has a Fox doctor. Give him the test for COVID nineteen, and the guy says, "Oh, it's negative." First of all, it's a fox doctor. You know, it's it, It's he. Uh, you know, they, they may have a medical degree, but they're not a researcher. They're not an expert. Secondly, uh, the test that was given to the president, where it showed that he was negative, is not the same test that everybody else is getting. In fact, the test that he got is not very, it's not very good and very reliable. And scientists have said that more than once. So, uh, is the president pulling our leg again? Is he doing something to try to get Latinos to go out and support him as well? And, and vote for him because this COVID-19 is, is false. Well, let me tell you 217,000 people who have died, if they could share their opinions about whether or not COVID-19 is bad. I'm sure they would say it's bad. So anyway, so I want to thank you for joining us this Wednesday It is uh, Coast to Coast Latino. My name is Adrian Perez. We're brought to you by the Vida de Oro Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the arts and enhancing the community. We're also brought to you by U-Haul. For your storage and moving needs, contact U-Haul, and OIC Tax Services. If you find yourself in trouble with the IRS, contact OIC at OIC.com. Again, my name is Adrian Perez. I sincerely appreciate you joining us today. We will come back to you on Friday, and until then, stay safe.